My brothers and sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have won over your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, so that every fact may be established on the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, then treat him as you would a Gentile or a tax collector. Amen, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Amen, amen, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted to them by my heavenly Father. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. The Gospel of the Lord. So we receive the uncomfortable good news that salvation is a team sport and that life is a group project. That we are not about this process of finding our way to eternal life alone. But we are invited to bring one another with us. It's not a matter of keeping score over how well I am doing, how many righteous acts I have performed, how many commandments I have kept, how many laws I have observed, how many good deeds I have done, balanced against where I have failed to do any of those things. And while that is a burden enough, the scriptures today tell us that we are also responsible for one another and accountable to one another. Where two or more of us are gathered, not where one of us is gathered, I am in your midst. If your brother sins against you, don't go tattletaling it. Don't go condemning but reach out in love and kindness and mercy to help and assist. Enlist the help of others in that process if you have to. And as an absolute last resort, bring your brother or sister to the light of judgment by the whole community. That's a tall order. One that seems like it's just too much. Isn't it hard enough to keep an eye on ourselves and maybe an eye on those most close to us? Isn't that hard enough? And yet the scriptures tell us that we're called to do that for everyone, for one another. And what's more, the scriptures tell us that while we are responsible and accountable for one another and to one another, we're not called to be law enforcers. It's not about pointing out faults. It's not about creating order. It's not about getting everybody to think and do as I want them to think and do. It is about love, not judgment. It is about mercy not condemnation. 
It is about cooperation and collaboration, not competition and comparison. In a way, these scripture readings challenge everything that we are taught about how to win at life. How to make sure that we get ahead, that we take care of ourselves. And so often we are told that the process of doing that is to simply be better than the next person. To be more successful. To be more... Uh, to be more competitive to win more, to accomplish more. And we take that and translate it into the realm of becoming the persons we are called to be by God, and we confuse it. And often think that as long as I'm doing better than everybody else, I'm doing okay. But the scriptures, the prophets, Jesus and St. Paul tell us that this is not a matter of winning and losing. It is not a matter of succeeding while others fail. It is not about proving ourselves more competent, more holy, more pious, more reverent, more obedient than the next person. This is something we are called to do together. And it isn't even the point to make sure that everybody's doing the right thing. It is about making sure that we are genuinely caring for each other as we would care for our brother or sister, our mother or father, our spouse, those we love the most dearly and closely. We are called to look out for each other. We are called to do this together, not alone. We are invited by God to love God by loving each other first. We are invited by God to find our way to our true home, not by taking that journey alone, but in the company of others. And our God is fully aware that whenever two or three are gathered, yes, he is present among us. But also whenever two or three are gathered, other things are present among us, like conflict and disagreement, annoyance, frustration, restlessness, and it's all part and parcel of walking the journey of life, not alone, but as a group, not by, as an individual, but as a community, not as a single person, but as a family in which we are all responsible for one another. And if anyone gets left behind, we all get left behind.